Woo! How are we? It's good to be here, Jimmy. Hello, audience listening. Welcome to the Sports Desk on Sin on your Monday afternoon. It is an absolute joy and a privilege to have Serpers and Jimmy in the Sin studios, taking you through all the sporting action. A lot of things heating up in the AFL, especially for our club, the Essendon Football Club. They've been in the media today. We can only tease it out for so long, can't we? But there is plenty of other sport happening. We'll talk about some of the local leagues, both Jimmy and I following community sport very, very closely. So we will do some recaps of some big results over the weekend. And, of course, round 22 has just happened. There we go, 22. We can confirm round 22 has just happened. Uh, we got two thumbs up about round 22. It was an exciting round and uh, lots to be shaped in the final round of the footy. Good to see you, brother. It's good to see you, mate. Hey, Ben. All right? I've been well. It's, Not bad. It's, just, it's great to be here and great to be in your company. And uh, we're going to be... Having a bit of fun today. We are, we are. Now, look, like we usually do, we usually hit some news first, then we, we usually go to a bit of a bit of a AFL, then we go around the world, go around the ground and see what's been happening. So, look, we acknowledge Elephant in the room. Essendon's in a little bit of hot water. They're not too sure what's going on. Backing off of an 84-point 84 84 loss yesterday, I decided to stupidly give my money to this in a football club yesterday and pay for a ticket uh, and see absolute rubbish uh, be put on the field. And hope you get a refund. I hope so too, honestly. Yeah, I really mad. do hope you get a refund. Um, but look, free as membership a, next year. Oh no, free membership. Give me one. Uh, as a result of the 84-point loss to Port Adelaide last night... Uh, a lot of stuff's come out today. It's been a big day. A lot wise. of stuff. We've had presidents resigning. We've had uh, coaches get sacked and then unsacked and then sacked again, then unsacked again, <laughs> reporting to all the different media. Uh, love you, Neil Mitchell. Keep going, oh, mate. Neil your Mitchell. Stuff's absolutely false. <laughs> um, Clarko in the mix as well. Yeah, apparently. Everything's going on, but at this He's very stage, according to Fox Footy, who are the most reliable source at the moment because they're the only ones putting out the facts. Uh, cop that, Neil Mitchell, honestly. <laughs> uh, ben Rutten uh, is to keep his job as Essendon coach after a second board meeting in two days. So obviously they've had two consecutive, one yesterday and one today. Funnily, we'd have one on a Sunday, but after an 84-point loss, you kind of have to scratch your head at that. Um, Clark the the was, line was too long at five guys. They couldn't get their burgers, so they had to go into a board meeting instead, I think. 100%. Jeez. You are you are bang on with that. <laughs> five guys opening has made me very, very keen. Shout out. Um, Clarko, haven't had discussions with Xavier Campbell. Nothing has been said at the moment, but look, if there's anything that breaks throughout the show, we will be giving you oh, we will. live feedback we'll from that. Uh, we've had the round that was... Carlton capitulating yet again. Cosy, Cosy Pickett doing what he does. Incredible. Um, we've had a bit of a ladder change in what's going on in a few things. Just as very quickly, we sit at the ladder. We have Geelong in first. Sydney Swans getting a massive win over the Pies. Huge. Like I said, they were going to. Yay. Thank you very much. Quote me on that one. Well uh, done, said that they were going to win well that. Done, and they won that very convincingly. A few goals there. Um, Warner as well, mate. He's a he's a jet number one God, for the uh, for the Swannies. Melbourne getting uh, dubs as well. Lions, Collingwood, Fremantle, Richmond, and Carlton seeing one win wow. in front of the Bulldogs and the Saints, all on forty four points. Uh, we had a bit of local Australian Cup games as well mm, throughout the good, uh, throughout the weekend. Funnily enough, the Australia Cup is the FFA Cup, which is the biggest knockout group. Not knockout tournament mm. in Australian soccer or whatever you want to call it. 
uh, and we had a few games on the weekends. People have been crying out for weekend games, especially yesterday. We had a Sydney, uh, Sydney Croatia. Uh, I think it called Sydney United Fifty Eight. That's a proper name. Coming up against A <laughs> League champions Western United, Ooh. taking them up to penalties and getting the dub. Gee. Uh, Absolute credit to Sydney United because they played out of their skin. They went to one all uh, at the end of full time and they brought it 4-3. Uh, mm-hmm. Sydney United's keeper saving it in the death and then uh, finishing it off with a very, very clean penalty. Very nice. That continues this week. A lot of matches. Melbourne City play uh, Wellington at home. First game at Casey Fields at their new home, hey, funnily good. enough, on uh, on Wednesday Hopefully night. better weather than Sunday. Oh, fingers crossed. Uh, Green Gully... Melbourne team lost to Peninsula Power up in New South Wales. We've got a, we've got another match coming up as mm. well, which I'm quite looking forward to. We've got uh, Adelaide United versus Adelaide City, the Adelaide Derby, the only one that's going to exist in Australian football. Uh, MPL heavyweights going up against Magic of the Cup winners, pretty much the the the, the masters of the FFA Cup. Won about four times Adelaide, uh, so that'd be exciting. That that's all the news on my end. Uh, you got any news on your end, Michael? Anything in the uh, sixth division Bulgarian snooker? <laughs> Bulgarian snooker. No news as yet, but I've I've, I've heard it's very close. I tell you what, though, Jimmy. Uh, on Saturday night, the Big V, the RMIT Redbacks in the women's division, Division Two, they got their first ever win in their history, if you don't mind, and their first ever win in RMIT Big V history. So it was. That. A massive, massive result. He's over got the, the weekend. He's, he's got the beanie. I've got the beanie. He's currently trying to, to put it on over the, put headphones. It on over the headphones. He's going to absolutely butcher this. No, he's got it. Oh, it I got looks, it. Yeah, it looks like you've got a head I've ever had. I reckon <laughs> sixty times bigger than your normal melon. Looks good though. I rate it. Landed a three eighty on that. I reckon. Jimmy, it's a great landing strip. Chuck that at Tull Marine. It'd have better luck at Tullamarine at the moment. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh. Come on. Um, the women were incredible. It was a huge win from them. couple of big standout performers up against the Gippsland United. Sammy Labros got 28 points off 35 minutes. She was shooting frees from all angles. She was absolutely phenomenal. And she made... Pretty much all of her threes that she that she got in, um, Shanara as well had some great points. Eighteen points, if you don't mind, and just finally as well, a couple of nice even spreads with Lauren McGuinness, the co-captain, and Jasmine Host uh, with seventeen points respectively. So they had really solid games, and RMIT got the result here, Jimmy, ninety to sixty-four. They were in control oh, all night. All night, but it was the first quarter where all the damage was done. 30 points to 14, if you don't mind. So they progress into the preliminary final, of course, sudden death, up against the Altona Gators, who bet them in the very first week of the final. So it's all do or die. That will be on Sunday at 1pm. So all you big basketball fans out there, this is some of the highest quality basketball you'll see. Get down and support your Redbacks. 100% we love that. Up the, up the Redbacks. Up me, the Redbacks. me and my homies hate the Gators. <laughs> the There's Redbacks. a lot of Gator teams. I know. Don't like it. <laughs> Should be crocodiles. Anyway. Um, as we're touching You've on got the S- some news. Yes, I've just been on Twitter and Essendon has just posted a club statement. This yeah, was as of that. four minutes ago. I'm going to read you. This is quote Essendon Football Club. Right now. Uh, the Essendon why. Football Club wishes to advise the board of directors met on Monday morning at which time Paul Brasher tendered his resignation as president. Following Brasher's resignation, a vote was held to determine the next president of the Essendon Football Club with Dave Barham uh, assuming the role. 
Two weeks ago, the interview review of the football department was tabled at a scheduled board meeting. Since that date, the board has met several times and has formed the view on the need of an additional external inputs, uh, which now will take place under the scope of an external review. All of that just for Paul Brasher to just get sacked, which we already knew in the morning. <laughs> wow. SNL Football Club, sort your stuff out Come because on. that's just underwhelming. We knew that Paul Brasher was sacked. He said it this morning. He was he, he stepped down. Uh, no word on truck yet or any other coaching departments. Uh, apparently, there was a rumour that D- uh, Daniel Jones or was going to take over this weekend. And yeah. Well, someone was going to, I don't course. know. Yes. And then they were saying that Essendon were... Uh, denied Alistair Clarkson. They didn't want him as a coach and whatnot, but that's all absolute bulldust uh, because we've just heard it right there from Essendon. Paul Brash has been sacked, and that's it. Wow. 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 That's, but that's you how heard it first tables. here on the sports desk. I reckon we might have poached some of the other radio stations. So 100%. you're listening to the right one, that's for sure. And you are. Uh, we are going to talk a lot more about this on the other side of the break, Jimmy. But first, we've got some good music to get you in a mood on Monday afternoon. Let's rock and roll. This is uh, house favourite, Lime Cordial. This is Unnecessary Things on the Sports Desk. Do you want to see Unnecessary Things There by Lime Cordial. You're on the Sports Desk on Sin. I need to learn how to click, Jimmy. You're trying to click, you got it? Yeah, there you go. I was at a concert the other night, and I, I was there with a guy who can whistle properly. Yeah, not properly. word. Oh, I didn't have a left ear drum at the end of the night. <laughs> 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 it was impressive. That's a skill. That is a genuine skill. So it is a skill. anyone out there who, who can do it, come on the show. Get on the show. We'll have you in. Uh, all right. First game of the AFL, round 22. Almost the penultimate round, pretty much. Yeah, just um, about. Friday night, St Kilda hosted the Lions. Lions getting the job done by 15 points. 12-9, played 9 goals, 12. How about that for a reverse, uh, bit of reverse yeah, numbers there? I noticed that. Uh, goal getters for the game, we had Cam Rayner with four straight. Mason Wood with four straight as well. I had no idea Mason Wood uh, played for Saints. He used to live next to me, funnily enough. Oh, did he really? Um, um, when he was at North Melbourne? He was. Yeah, very nice. Guy. Yes, He's yes. played FIFA with him. Bas- bit of basketball. Love a bit of basketball. Gonna, not going to lie, yeah, yeah, love, no love to shoot threes. Uh, Tim Membry with three goals, two. Joey Danaher, two goals, one. Jack Higgins and Eric Hipwood both with two goals straight. I suppose we get as we had Seb Ross with 32. Daniel Rich having a great season again like mm, he did last year yeah, with 26 touches. Up. Brad Crouch and Jack Sinclair with 25 each and Hugh McCluggage with 24. Look, this game... Meant a lot for both teams, both for very polar mm. opposite reasons. Mm. St Kilda to stay in finals, um, and Brisbane to edge up that top four spot. And Brisbane are very happy with this. Yeah, they they are absolutely. Great this was a this was a danger game. Hundred percent, it was. This was all on the line for St Kilda. I mean, mathematically, there's still a very very slim chance of getting in, but they they are going to have to have like four different results go their way. Pretty much, actually, all. All nine results are going to have to go their way, I think. But look for the for the Saints, uh, they just had to win this. And to be honest, James, I was at I was at the game, and I'm and I'm watching it going, no way the Saints are going to you know overtake a four goal lead to Brisbane. And then all of a sudden in the third quarter, they just turned it on. They just went. They just went. You know, foot to the foot to the fretel, and they just went bang. And they just yep. continued to kick goal after goal after goal. I couldn't believe it. Um, there was one point there where they couldn't miss, and then all of a sudden. Who marks it? Max King. And it all changed. Oh, that man. He that man needs some goal practice. kick a footy to save his life. He's too relaxed. I'm, I'm, I was watching relaxed. him. I was literally behind every 
kick that he was taking, he was so relaxed, he almost looked like he was going to fall asleep while he was walking in. He, he looked like he hadn't had a sleep like Sam for multiple weeks. Shout out, Sammy boy. Sammy love boy, you, we love you. Um, funnily enough, Brett Rutten got uh, quoted on this uh, after the game, and quote from him said, he'll turn it around. That's it. Right, okay. He'll, he'll turn it around. Okay. After kicking zero goals, what was it, five? five. Yep. Imagine kicking a bag of points. <laughs> All from set shots as well. And this was a Mate. this was a crucial stage because the Saints I think they got about a goal up and they just had all the momentum. The the Lions could not get it past the centre of the ground. And I, I, I kept saying, because my dad's a Saints supporter, God bless him, um, I was man. sitting next to him and I said to him, I said, mate, you guys have got to capitalise before three-quarter time. Otherwise, Brisbane, like they did in the first quarter, I think it was, they kicked back-to-back goals in a matter of minutes. And they did the exact same thing after three-quarter time, and you just knew that St Kilda were, were up against it after that point onwards. So, no, St Kilda absolutely had their chances to win that. 100%. They botched it. The 2017 number one draft pick took his chances being Cam Rayner. He looks like a really good player. He's a great we we have player. not seen the best of him yet. No way. Um, but he just has this incredible sense where he can just kick the ball from outside 60 he he can you know dance through packs and he's a bit of an x-factor player he's not going to get you 30 plus disposals but he's going to make most of his disposals count so look he's still a bit of a raw product i still think he's got a couple more levels to go to but that was a confidence booster for him and hopefully he has a good final series isn't he a uh, penalist and grammar boy he is uh, at school we grabbed him him so much we grabbed him back in uh, year 10 so i don't know if you if we can claim full credit for Uh, him because we've we've sort of grabbed him you got got him in the most important years yeah we did we did he was Uh, a bit established before then but anyway look we love him and uh we'll we'll claim him absolutely (laughs) and uh you know trink hodgson's one as well and uh the the fletchers all the fletchers and here uh, you go go on for a while here actually great we had Dane Swan. Justin Westhoff. Get that up, yeah. That's it, Dane Swan. Yeah, Dane Swan, yeah. That's we're going to bring the medals. We can't claim we had Buddy Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next game, the Doggies went uh, up by five points against the Giants. This is another role reversal bit of a, yeah, in yeah. Uh, numerical terms. Nine goals, eight played, eight goals, nine. What's going on? 62 played, 57. Uh, this was at Marvel Stadium. Uh, Back-to-back Marvel. 145 on a Saturday Arvo. Nice and early game. Great for the kids. Well done. Uh, get around yeah, it. Yeah, shout out. Goal kickers, Jesse Hogan with two straight. Jack Riccardi, Burner's boy, shout out. Hey! Uh, two goals, one. Bailey Williams, two goals. Bailey Dale with one goal. Tim English and a bunch. Well, we had like 10 different, yeah, 13 different. Wow, that's a lot of goal kickers. Goal kickers yeah. uh, look, take this as what you will because Western Bulldogs need this game. They dubbed up. They if, if, if they didn't win this, no final. See you later. They're, they're, they're playing for this and they're really hoping that uh, the Pies beat... Uh, Beat the Blues next week or well, this week, sorry. Yes, uh, because they're they're in hot water. I don't think they're expecting it. Mm. I think it's more just like now you've got to play for the way that you want to play. If you're going to win, you win. It's out of your hands. You can't really do much about it. Um, I, di- I did watch a little bit of this game as well, and pff, yeah, look, very very low scoring from Marvel Stadium uh, game, especially because there's no wind, there's no factor of weather or anything That's like true. that. This is more of one of those games where you'd think the score would be from a Nice wet Saturday Arvo at the SCG, mm, or even at Mars. Yeah, it, Mars. Shout, shout out <laughs> shout Ballarat. Out Mars. Um, 
<laughs> is that worse than a no? Don't no, you no, dare okay. say it. <laughs> no, we're we're keeping off the uh, keeping it G today. The PFs just for now. Um, if you're regular, if you're a regular sports listener, you know what the two letters P and F uh, stand for, and you know yes, why I hate so them so yes, much. Yes, not preliminary final. No, they're not. Even though Essendon has never played in one since God knows how long. Uh, tell you who hasn't. Played a uh, preliminary <laughs> final in a while. The home of the PF, Adelaide, getting <laughs> the dub, 29 <laughs> points, 15-13, played 10 goals, mushy, 14. Mushy. <laughs> 103 played 100 and, 103, 103 played 74. Look, before we review this game, Jimmy, yep. this was one of the most emotional openings to a game I think I've ever seen. I loved it. I was it, so happy with this game. Ben Cunnington walks up from the race and... He, he looked still, he looked ready to go, and then as soon as he saw his wife and his little son, uh, it just, everything changed. He just, he got all teary, and you could actually see him trying to, to hold back the emotion, but I'm glad he didn't, because, you know, for such a for such a tough guy, through what he's been through, and how vulnerable he's he's been since then, and then to get out there on Saturday and to play again... You know, um, honestly, I think he's. I think his old man said something like, "You know, he's the fact that he's he's, he's above ground. Yeah. You know, is is just a sight to behold. So, um, well done to Ben Cunnington yeah, for getting back mate. into the into the team and and for getting back into full health. Because honestly, we just his story, Sam Doherty's story, in a season where there's been you know a lot of drama and a, a lot of hatred going around. There's a lot of love for these guys, and that's I'm what sure. we love to see. We love it." Big, uh, big, uh, what would you call it? It's a great, uh, oh, I don't know the word. I've gone blank here. It's a, it's good awareness. Yeah. Get yeah. checked. Get, Absolutely. Get stuff going. It's a good message for those 100%. people out there because, you know, us men, we can, we're proud. We're like, we're tough. We're like, oh, yeah, it'll be all right. She'll be right. She'll be right. No, nah, get checked. No, it, be it safe. may not be, so 100%. go get checked. Absolutely. Uh, right touch getters it. and goal getters, uh, Darcy Fogarty with four goals, one, Tex Walker with three, Paul Curtis with two, Shane McAdam with two, and James Rowe. Jack Zebel and Cam Zohar, all with two goals each as well. Touch getters, Davies Uniaki, mate, this guy's incredible. One, oh, yeah. one goal, 37 touches. Jeez. Meters gained, 742. You know I love our Yeah, yeah I know you like it. Uh, Jordan Dawson, 33 touches. Joy Simkin rounding out the 30, the 30 touches with 30 as well. Uh, really, really good game. Yeah. I was really impressed with the way that Adelaide played this game. Mm. Uh, I feel like... Getting, uh, it's been a very high-scoring season, um, as we've mm. seen on days that have suited teams, and the weather's been good. Uh, this could have been a twenty-goal, twenty-goal affair for uh, Adelaide if they kicked straight. I think that look, weather does come into it, and Adelaide is a bit of a notorious uh, ground for a bit of uh, weather extremities and what not to take place. And your kicking might be a bit off because both teams have kicked very poorly in this game, uh, regardless of you know even getting up by five goals. Um, it look credit to Adelaide. They'll kind of want to round out the season on a high, and they'll want to take this into next season because they are a good team at some at some points in their season. But they've just got to get that extra edge over other teams, and they haven't had enough of it this season. Uh, next no, game we're going to go to is oh I've gone blank here because funnily enough my computer is going nuts. Here we go, Geelong. 
Giants. G, G- Giants up against the Suns. The Sunnies. The uh, Gary Ablett Derby. Yes, yes. Metro- he was actually there. The did Gary you see? He did, the, he did the coin toss, <laughs> and he was it. wearing the the half and half scarf. Did he? Was he actually? Oh <laughs> he God! Was, it was a bit cringe. Uh, <laughs> Cat is just too strong. Yeah, Cat's up by sixty. Yeah, Class pretty... game from them. 18 goals, 11 to 9 goals, 5, 119 to 59. Lock away the minor premiership for yep. this year, Jimmy. Give him the, uh, give him the old, uh, what would you call it? Chris Panshake of Yes, Wadon. yeah, yeah, Good very Chris Panshake. Uh, Jez Cameron and Tyson Stengel, three goals. Jeremy Cameron with 21 touches as well, backing up the three goals, three. Uh, Mark, Mark Butsavs, two goals, 27 touches. Uh, Brandon Parfitt, Grime Myers, and Max Holmes all with two goals as well. Brandon Parfitt, 28 touches, two Perfect. goals. Love it. Uh, Cam Guthrie, one goal, 30 touches. Isaac Rankin, two goals. Noah Anderson backing up his 26 touches with a kick as well. We love that. Um, and <laughs> Tom Hawkins being a bit quiet here with only one goal. But then again, you don't need all your players to perform to get a good win like that. And I think that shows from a team like... Geelong, that all their players don't need to be performing at their best of their potentials to still get a good dub, because the depth well of their team's crazy. Oh, it, it's, it's insane. It's one of the best kind of teams that we've, well-rounded teams we've seen in a lot of, like, years. Uh, I think you could you can debate the Richmond size were well-rounded, but I don't see a team that's as well-rounded as this squad. Uh, you've got, you know, obviously Richmond did have the, kind of the same archetype in towards, like, their over average team and the way that they played. But, you know, you've got young, you've got old, you've got experienced, you've got debutantes, you've got everything. Um, Brad Scott's not afraid to, <laughs> to to move the ball around and see what's going on because the way that he's debuting youngsters and the way that he's putting them into the squad and integrating them is um, fantastic. Jimmy, I'm just looking at the Coleman medal at the moment. We were just talking about Talk Jeremy Cameron. He's had a great season. He's on 59 goals at the moment. Charlie Kerno's on 62, so there's a little bit of a gap, and we assume that Charlie Kerno will play pretty well against the Pies. But who did Geelong have in the last round, Jimmy? Who do they have? They've got... They have West Coast Eagles. Oh, the Wet Toast Eagles. And they've oh. got them at GMHBA Stadium. Oh, that's actually not a bad game to go So, 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 will Jeremy Cameron kick yep. a bag and win the Coleman? Well, who's... Is it... Is what? So, um, Charlie Kerno's obviously... Yep, he's in, leading in, by in three goals. That all depends on whether he's going to have a quiet night at the G on that. Exactly. Uh, or quite, against, a quite against other the, one. Against Sunday. the party pie. So, can he do it? That's going to be a fantastic game. I'm really looking forward to that one. <laughs> You've just really sparked something in me. I don't know what it is, but a Saturday Arvo at Game West HBA... Coast, They'll win by 150 points, the Cats. <laughs> you know what? That That is a great kind of send-off into finals, though. Mm. Like that, they, they could rest a lot of players, too. That's that's the other they could. side of it. Yeah. Do you reckon they will? Well, you, yeah, you, they can't move. You, do, you do have that week off, so maybe they maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they should just try and just get some stats up and maybe try a couple of different game plans. You know, they may as well. Tell you what it's called. Training drill. <laughs> that's what it's called. Um... And that's what they're going to play because look, they don't have a good record down there. They're West Coast, so good. They really don't. No, but they, the whole thing is that Geelong are just oh, they, they're they're elite. Geelong Absolutely. are just good. Um, but with that, we're going to go to a got a bit of tune. What do you reckon? Yeah, what let's do, do a tune. What, what, what are we feeling? Let's have well, a I'm feeling kind of a bit of a uh, bit rocky, bit a a bit punk rock vibe, a bit, vibe, a, bit of, a bit of 2000s. What do you reckon? Ooh, we're yeah, going to go to a bit of a, a bit of Green Day here. This is on the sports desk. Let's, let's take it back to Essendon's last final win. Hope that woke you up, because that certainly woke me up. I'm, uh, I'm revitalised and up going. Up and about. 
Thanks, Billy Joe. That's uh, Woo. wow. Swartz desk on sin. That was American Idiot by Green Day. For the break, we were talking a little bit about footy and a little bit about the results that were and the round that was. Next game we're going to go to oh. is Melbourne versus Carlton. Game of the round, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Not a doubt about it in the world. Uh, little little man called uh, Cozzy Pickett getting wow. the job done from Melbourne. Wow. Wasn't um, he something special? Oh, crazy. 79, played 74. Blues are up. Was looking absolutely golden for them. And then a little man... With a uh, bandana, decided to uh, bend around the corner and <laughs> kick a goal while he was getting tackled. Unbelievable! Insane. Sometimes those tackles can help, can't they? They almost swing you around in the right direction. It's like and the momentum. It's you can weird. get purchase on the ball. Uh, it, look, the Blues. What were they? They were about eight points up, maybe minute, minute and a half to go. Um, I think Charlie Kerno takes a mark. He has a set shot, kicks a goal. He celebrates. The crowd are going absolutely wild, and you're thinking to yourself, "Gee whiz, Carlton are going to lock in their first finals appearance since 2013. This is unbelievable." And then all of a sudden, I think it's Jake Melksham, who, by the way, had he one of the four goals. best games we've seen him play. Uh, mind you, credit to Essendon for that. Because oh we yes, were the yes, ones yes. who uh, brought him up. And you know, he he's he's broken the hearts of Carlton before as he well. Has. So I found that quite ironic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Blue fans, but honestly, uh, he was amazing. And for a guy who didn't play in their grand final side last year, along with a guy called Jaden Hunt, who had another brilliant game. He was um, great. A lot of run, a lot of dash, a lot of dare, which we love to see. Which is has been lacking from the Demons game, in all fairness, recently. So both those players, they're desperate for a spot. They want to be in this next campaign for them. They had everything to play for, nothing to lose, and they played that way. It was brilliant, Jimmy. But the Blues, after Melksham kicks that goal, they try and slow down the game. They try and chip it around. And an errant kick just bounces up for Adam Saad, and he was put automatically under pressure. He kicks it to a pack, and then all of a sudden... I think Jake Lever's assist for this was one of the best you'll see. I think you saw it. Yep. Snaps it into the center of the ground. That's an all that's a 50-50 kick at best. And Jaden Hunt picks it up and he kicks it into that forward line and the rest is history. So again, just that risk that that kick in the center of the ground if you go if you go down the line Blues have all the numbers they can fist it out of bounds, get another stoppage and they probably win the game. So oh, yeah, 100%. It's a risk. They pulled it off. And credit where credit is due, the D's, they get it done. Clutch. It was amazing. I was I with two mates um, watching this game, and we were screaming at the TV. <laughs> uh, sorry, Sam, to break your heart, but I was really happy that you lost. Uh, well, it sets it up was, this Sunday perfectly, it, doesn't it? It was just like, <laughs> oh, my God, oh, we were losing our minds that Cosby kicked that. Uh, goal kickers, Jack Malkin with four goals, two. Jack Martin and Harry Mackay with three goals, one apiece. Kasai Pickett with two goals. And then a lot of individual goal kickers as well. Touch getters. Mm. We had uh, Angus Brayshaw rounding yet an incredible home and away season with 38 touches. Clary Oliver only with 29. A bit low for him, funnily enough. It's weird weird that we're saying it's a bit low for a player, 29 touches. Uh, (laughs) Sam Doherty with 28. Sam Walsh with 27. Paddy Cripps and Will Setterfield and Jack Viney all with 26 touches. Like we were saying, it's just, yeah, it, it kind of just sets it up for this weekend. It's going to be a all-or-nothing clash for Carlton. Yeah. It's going to be an all-or-nothing clash for Collingwood. It's going to be, I mean, look, Melbourne play Brisbane, I'm pretty sure, and, mm. and uh, at, at the G. They do. Uh, oh, in, uh, at, the it, at, at, at the Gabatois. At the Gabatois. Sorry. Um, that's, again... A different G. 
different G. Yes. Still, uh, still nice. But uh, look, <laughs> it's it, it's setting up for a very, very, very spicy last round. Oh, absolutely, Jimmy. Absolutely, lots of ladder swings can still happen. Let's take it to the final game of Saturday night, and it was the derby. 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 They say it differently. You, you, gonna, um, derby. 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 Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Nine goals, 17 played. Seven goals, five. Dockers getting the dub by 24 points. This one had a bit of spice. Talking about spice from before, Jimmy. This had a bit of, uh, a bit of paprika. Bit of spice in it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I <laughs> yeah. would say so. They, they cut away from... Cajun um, spice. Well, what game was it? They, they were the Collingwood Melbourne game. They cut away to this game, and they just showed the all-in brawl, oh, and it was so true. funny. I'm just like, all right, this is this is proper footy back at it. Not that we condone it, no, not but at all. It's just uh, it's entertaining to see two clubs that dislike each other heavily going at it, and uh, you know, giving the Fremantle Dockers and the West Coast Eagles uh, kit guys a bit of work to do during the game because oh, there yes. were a few jerseys ripped. Oh, so yeah. they, they How many spares do you reckon they have? I think they get about two or three. I think oh, they, yeah, like, they, they bring they one or them. two spares. Like yeah. They have three kits all up. I, I think Caleb Sarong needs to have about ten. <laughs> Mate, that man that man needs to start paying for his own jerseys I because think so. he was getting them ripped um, like... Melbourne were kicking goals. Little angry man, isn't he? <laughs> 100%. I love it. I love it, though. That, that's, <laughs> we'll talk about our team later, but that, that, that's what a lot of teams envy. Like, that, you, you want a guy who does that. Tell you what it is. Culture. Culture. That's a, that's a good C word. Culture. 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 Yeah, we love it, don't we? Uh, Michael Frederick with two goals. Michael Waters with two goals. Jake Waterman with two goals. And a lot of individual goal kickers, like I always say, we don't want to bring him up because there's like 20 of them apiece. Uh, Liam Duggan with 30 touches. Blake Akers with 29. Will Bodie with 28. Shannon Hearn with 28 as well. David Mundy with his farewell game, you'd want to say, before finals. Yeah, that's 25 true. touches. Yes. One point. Didn't kick a goal. Fairy tale yeah. was not a, you know, also sweet, but look. They'll go to finals and that. I'd, I'd be bloody excited if I was a Dockers fan. Oh, big time. Because they're, they're playing some very good footy. And look, as we've seen in multiple, multiple final series back in uh, years past, teams who finish in that you know bottom four of the finals still go pretty far. They do. They do. If they can book a home final, uh, that'll be massive for them. Yeah. Absolutely. It'll put their morale up. And uh, who who's saying if they win that, they can't uh, go away to another semi-final and not win? It's happened before. Absolutely. Quite a lot when teams go out in straight sets. It kind of just proves, like, you know, they're not the real deal. <laughs> no, that's right. Um, but look, next game of the next game of the round, we had kicking off the Sunday fixtures, Richmond versus Hawthorne, with a crowd of, I think it was at 57,000 yeah. people at the G, for a game that did really matter for Hawthorne, but it mattered everything for the Tigers. Oh, yeah. Uh, 20 goals, 8 played, at 19 goal, 9 goals, 13, 128 to 67. Goal getters for Richmond. We had Tom Lynch with eight goals oh, straight. Geez. This man just straight. another level. Uh, backing up with Ooh. 18 touches as well. Uh, so 10 touches on top of the eight goals. Wow. Uh, Noah Cumberland with two goals. Shane Edwards, Dion Prestia, and Morris Rioli Jr. with two goals. And for Hawthorne, Luke Bruce with two. Jack Gunston with two. Uh, and Jacob Kaczynski, Ben McAvoy, Jai Sarong, Liam Shields, and Jake Sicily, James Sicily, all with one goal apiece. Richmond played really well. They did. They played really oh. well in this game. And I feel like that the teams who are, you know, they're, float- <laughs> they're floating, they're floating, they're, they're, you know, taking a little, li- oh, a little bit Jimmy. of a sniff uh, oh, of what finals smell like because I tell you what, 
they're going to be strong if they're going to put up this performance. You I do know, not want to play them week one of the finals. I know it's Hawthorne, but like, mate, oh, these guys are good. Geez. When you've got a guy like Lynch kicking eight, being like, yeah, all right, that, that's just another day at the office. Be scared. <laughs> I would be very scared if I'm playing them first week. So if at you this finish, stage, if you finish six at this stage, Fremantle will host them. Wow! If everything stays wow. the same, that's a bit uh, more confident as a Fremantle supporter yeah. with that. Yep. If I was Melbourne, yeah, not, not so not much. So much. Uh, if I was Collingwood, mm, not, not so, so much. much. So a lot can happen, Jimmy. 100%. If I'm Brisbane, absolutely oh, yeah, yeah. no you'd, chance. You'd be, uh, oh, you'd be kind of fine to deliver. But no, very good win by the Tigers. And I've got to say, Morris Rioli Jr.'s forward pressure has He's to a good be little footy player, isn't he? In the game, some of his smothers were unbelievable. He is an excitement machine. Daniel Rioli off the half back line, another Rioli, um, just doing incredible things. And Trent Cotchen, in the second half of this year, in all fairness, we all thought he was going to retire first half of the season. We're thinking, oh, geez, past his best. He's been contributing strongly as well. So, Tigers, they're timing their run very well. Scary AFL competition. I love it. Uh, next game, this was the game that kind of everyone was licking their lips oh, at. Oh, yeah. Sydney, record crowd. Oh, beautiful 40, 44, oh. 45,000 at yes. the uh, SCG. Second best uh Record record attendance for a home and away game. They beat the Pies by 27 points. I'm taking all credit here because hey, I said they were going to win. Do it. Um, this was the game <laughs> that they were going to win baby. because, I mean, honestly, Saturday Arvo at the SCG, this thing's this place is a cauldron. Oh, I mean, we've both been there this season, Michael. But we like, have, mate. <laughs> mate, this place you don't want to go there as an away fan because, no or even as an away team, because this place something just produces in those change rooms and in in the very, very poor quality $2 meat, $3 meat pies that they produce an up for and 20 But there's someone in it that just brings his place up. Uh, Buddy Franklin kicking three goals, still in red hot form. Oh. This man just doesn't age. Well, what about that? What about that goal right towards the end? That little snappy. He had a second, millisecond to put it onto his boot. Incredible. That's and those and those boy. scenes. If you if you've watched the game, you can just see that all the fans going nuts behind him, and he and he shakes his head, and he puts the fists up. That's a guy who looks like he's staying at that club. I'm just saying, in that yeah. little instance, you're looking at that and you go, yeah, he's committed. You, at you least are, for the finals. You are 100% right, I think. God. I mean, he's here. I don't know if he's here to stay for the didn't, like, distant future, mm-hmm. but for finals, I mean, like, they'll God, give it 100 He's locked in right now. Um, only other, only two more uh, goal kickers over one goal. Isaac Heaney and Tom Papley with two, and then uh, all individual goal kickers, so... Not too great for the Pies. Uh, Callum Mills with 29 touches. Luke Park with 26. Pendles as well with 26. Josh Dacos with 25. Chad Warner. Mate, he's a cracking footballer. Uh, 25 touches as well. And James Rowbottom with 24. Dylan Stevens with 21. And Nick Dacos and Jeremy Howe and John Noble with 20 touches apiece. Now, look, you can analyse this all you want. Pies fans, but this just wasn't your day. No, nah, you, you, you had a very good run. Very 11, good. 11 on the run. 11 on the trot, gosh. Uh, Some teams haven't even won 11 games this season. I won't mention Shout them. out, Essendon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the one thing that kind of grinds my gears is that, you know, the people saying that, oh, Pies can't beat top four sides and, oh, they've only won 10 points, mm. just be quiet. <laughs> like, uh, dead simple. Like, be quiet because... The the run that these guys had, I'm not oh. trying to put them on a pedestal, but no, like but they're a serious contender for finals, and this is the game they're going to lose because they're not losing to Carlton next week. No way. 
fair enough. Credit to Carlton. They played incredibly well yeah. this weekend, but I don't think you're going to get a, a game better than next week. I don't yeah. think you're going to get a game better than that. Like, un, un, look, the Collingwood-Melbourne game, that yep. was the best game of the year without a doubt. Mm. That one's going to rival it, but Sydney just looks strong, man. They do. They like, do. They're a serious contender. Forward pressure, defensive, everything about them. They make teams panic to a point where they question everything that they're doing. So much pressure it's in that game. It's something that's rare in football because when you've got defence and attack that is putting that much pressure on mm. either side of the field, and then you're making the other team say, hey, should I be doing that? And then they question themselves, mm. and then next minute's holding the ball, or next minute they give away a clangor. And it's just this split-second decision that Sydney have got that they're one of the most underrated sides in the, in the league. Definitely. And out of nowhere, they've popped up to second from nowhere. It's no one crazy. expected them to go second. It's crazy. And now they're the second best team in the league. I, by the ladder. I predicted them to finish sixth, but I but I did also predict that they, they were my premiership pick. Okay. So and now it's looking more likely that they'll finish in the top four. Obviously they need some results to go their way and St Kilda four forty on a Sunday in Melbourne, you'd think that they book that pretty comfortably. I love this so, so much. But Second, third, fourth, and fifth all tied on 60 points. Yeah, it just sets it up beautifully, It's going it? to be crazy. Yeah. Um, but the Swans, they are a they really are, quality lineup, and their young players on. as well, like their, their depth between 23 and under, they've got some seriously good young upcoming players, and I tell you what, if they, if they get their act together and they continue to be consistent, they're going to be strong contributors in their final push, Jimmy. All righty, we're going to go to a song before we're up at the last game of the round. Uh, we're going to go, oh, mate, there's, there's just too many songs going on, but we're going to go to a bit of a classic. We're going to go to a, such a classic song here. Are. Bit of Imagine Dragons, bit of radioactive. Oh, I love this one. This is just timeless. We're we'll back. You're on the sports desk on Sin. Sports desk on the Sin. Bit of uh, Imagine Dragons with radioactive. Before the break, we were reviewing the round that was. Like I've said of every single show we've had, the round that was. This is a great round. I loved it. Oh, it's a great round. Leading really up to the it. final uh, round of the season, which is going to tie up to be set up beautifully. Pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, I'll tell you what, wasn't crazy. <laughs> Last game of the round, uh, Essendon versus Port Adelaide. Nine goals, eight, played 23 goals, eight. Uh, 62 to 146. The power coming off 84-point winners. 146? Yeah. Gee, that's a big score against. <laughs> that's a big score. Oh, uh, Dan Houston. I that too often. Ollie Wines, Jordan Ridley, all with above 30 touches. Jordan Ridley? Yep. Gee. Man caught leather poisoning on a Sunday Arvo, but his team didn't. Coming in there a lot. Uh, Sam Pelpepper with four goals straight. He had a great game. Uh, 22 touches. Zach Butters backing up his three goals, one with 25 touches. Mitch Georgiades paid a fantastic game, three goals as well. Massimo D'Ambrosio and Archie Perkins, the only ones in Essendon that really stood up. Uh, mm. Two goals apiece for them. Massimo's goals came in very quick succession. Uh, one Early goal on. after the other. Yeah, they Very, go, very yeah. quick, very good. Uh, third quarter was, ah, and uh, that's about it for Essendon because they are just <laughs> trash. Um, uh, look, we're not we're not a biased show by any sort. I mean, look, we do like to we love our team. We do, and, and, we, and we're very passionate Essendon we fans. Are, but like, this isn't something. I feel like if we were other teams, we'd still be talking about this. Yeah, absolutely, it's would be the elephant in the room for the next week. Oh, most definitely, Jim. I uh, like I've. I'm going to be honest with you, right? I was laughing at while I was at the game yesterday. You must have. Because it was 
it's almost a factor of if you don't laugh, you cry. Yeah, and you got to have a sense of humour. You put up with so much garbage by this club mm. and the constant band-aids that they put over everything. Um, Adrian Dodora needs to get the hell out of that club because he does not deserve to be there. It's How many just, people are in their jobs for that long in the AFL? I mean, it, it, it's, it's very rare that you see a guy who's been there since, well, what is it, James? Since probably 2001, 2004, uh, there you yeah. go. So that's, and that was the last time we won a final. Correct. So Go figure. Yeah, go figure. If there's not something wrong, get the rotten fruit out of the bowl because that's just like, it's just plain and simple. Yep, yeah, it it's is. It's just, it's so annoying because yep. I've... As soon as um, I'm a big SCN listener, because I love mm. I love hearing Dwayne Russell when uh, stuff's gone on in footy. He's a yeah. fantastic mind to listen to, mm. and turned it on at twelve o'clock. And mate, that station blew up. Didn't it? Every so single person calling, calling, and there was a great point made by someone that thank you can't... God they had a dump button. By the way, <laughs> I know, oh, yeah, there was, there was a few. There was a few. You can't keep putting band aids over a club that's poisoned. Well, I like that. It's Dead simple. Yeah. You are relying... It's every year, and I'm fucking sick of it. Yeah, me too. Right? Me that too. you go, oh, we're going to yeah. get good draft picks. <laughs> Do you think draft picks build up a good team? Do you think draft picks are the ones that shape a club? Do you think that draft picks are the ones that have any sort of leadership values over mm. the younger boys? Mm. If we just keep bringing in new players... Andrew McGrath, right? Picked what? Pick one of the 2017... Pick one of the 16 draft, my year level, right? My mm. 16, that, that's what he was in the same level as me. And that year, he's turning into a senior player who's going to be a part of a leadership group in his fifth year of footy. We've got no one else who's merely respectable in this club. Dyson Heppel needs to leave. Everyone, oh, I'm just I'm <laughs> absolutely furious. Because the amount of heart that was shown in this club and the organisation and the players, everyone combined yesterday night was nothing far of a joke. Yeah, and it was a pretty healthy list too, like as far as injuries and, and, and players' availability that was concerned. Um, there was a lot of good talent out on the park, and we keep hearing it, don't we, Jimmy? We keep hearing talent, 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 but talent doesn't win your games. It's leadership, it's grit. Like, you look at Sam Powell Pepper on the other end of the field, he's he's a guy there who just puts his heart and soul into it every single week. He may not always have the skill, but he's got the heart, he's got the he determination. The, you know what, final enough, he loves his club. He loves his club. Oh, and he, wouldn't, it, isn't that just a Strange thing, a football player loving their club, and I tell you what's annoying. I'm jealous of Collingwood yeah. and their culture. Oh, because what they've got oh. is something incredible, where people get around their players and people don't hate on their players like Essendon, because no one on that list deserves to wear the red and black. It's a big call, but I do not care. Wow, it's just. Oh, but you know what, Jimmy? I can't I'm- deal with people who are just. It's you know what it's like. They've got tunnel vision. They've got the blinkers on. They don't mm-hmm. see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. They're just draft pick, draft pick, draft pick. How many years are you going to go by Adrian Dora saying, "Oh, we've got this great kid from Oakley Chargers who's going to change the game"? Does his ACL in his second season? You don't see him for the light of day for another six years. It's not something that you joke about mm. because a club that's as illustrious as Essendon Football Club with sixteen premierships, who have only been in a grand final in the last twenty three years once. Twice, right, 
and a mm. team that hasn't played finals since I was in prep, and I'm a yeah. 23-year-old grown <laughs> man. <laughs> it's too long. It's a joke. It's, it's, it's a joke. Absolutely it is. And I'm, and I'm looking culturally as well, Jimmy. I, the last couple of years, no farewells for real heart and soul and, and good players of our club. Kale Hooker didn't get a farewell. David Zaharakis didn't get a proper farewell. You look at some of the early retirements, Devin Smith forced into retirement. You think about some of the, the pressure acts that he was bringing in his first season. Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody, the heart and soul of this club and, and the excitement machine that so many people from our fan club went to go and watch. Early retirement. Irving Mosquito, what happened to him? You know, Tom Bell Chambers doesn't get a farewell. Uh, Connor McKenna just randomly disappears. David Myers, another good player, inconsistent, but let alone a, a good Essendon player. Early retirement as well. And then you have Joe Danaher, Adam Sard, and Orazio Fantasia all leave in the same period of time. All of these suspect moves, you, you've got to question them. Yes, you can probably justify a lot of them, but a lot of them... A lot of these players should either still be playing or should have been respected more on the way out. Fraudulent management. That's what that is. Yeah. Because how, how dare you have the audacity to not give credit to players that shaped your club for years? Absolutely. A lot of, pl- a lot of people have deep, deep, deep connections with this football club. Me included. You included. Jason included. Mm. For all various reasons. Yes. You grow up... I've... Certainly grown up watching T-Bell, Kale Hooker, Zaha Ruggs. These guys shape the way that you love footy. And for them to throw them out in the trash like a piece of rotten fruit, how dare you? They didn't even get cheered off. They didn't get the opportunity to even play. Kale Hooker was available to play in that final game against Collingwood. No crowd there. And we were booked a final spot anyway. you know, didn't even play. And and I think Tom Bell Chambers was the same. We're playing Melbourne in, I think it was the Gold Coast during COVID, and there was nothing riding on that game, and he doesn't play. So, you know, and, and Ben Rudden, the guy in question, the coach in question, he was the senior coach for both of those games. So you've got to question that too. So clearly there's a lot culturally that's going on, Jimmy. A lot of it we can see, but a lot of it we can't see as it's well. So it's divide. It's so internal. There's these great analogies where, like, if <laughs> if the ant nest is rotten, flush it out from the beginning, and what and flush it out from the core. What's the core? The management, the board, all these guys getting Brasher out. Yeah, that's good and great, whatnot. I don't think Bent Ratton's an all and all that bad guy. He seems like a pretty well centered, pretty down to earth guy yeah. who's really enjoying his time at the football club. But it's he gets put absolutely on that pedestal where he's the human shield. It's it's mm. that like it's you know what it is it's so obvious that they're doing this and the management and the board and all these people are making him the meat shield mm. that everyone just is gonna feed off mm. and they're protected because oh I'm in the board, my job is untouchable, they don't know what goes on with us, they don't hear our meetings. Well you know what? I'd love to stick a hidden camera or a hidden audio thing in their in their board meetings because something in that club is incredibly wrong and it grinds my gears to even be able to think that I support a club that's this fraudulent. Mm. Yep. This isn't the Essendon that I knew. This isn't the Essendon I grew up watching. This isn't the Essendon that I'd go into final series in the yeah. early days, even though we'd lose them, yeah. hopeful that we'd have something there because we had Bit players that actually liked the club and mm. played for it. Mm. I don't, You know what I don't want? I don't want next year, if we get a new coach, for Dyson Heppel to put a half-assed speech in there saying this is what it means to wear the red and black. This is what the, I don't want that mm. because what he says is empty words. Yep. That isn't him loving the club. That's him making this speech to make him look good in front of the media. 
so so be it. He's mm. been there since the start. He's been drafted. Mm. But you love you you fall out of love with anything, like you do a person, like you do a club, like you do with friends, like you do yeah, anything. Absolutely, you fall out of love with it. Why do you think all these players left? Why do you think that Tom Bell Chambers doesn't want anything to do with Essendon Football Club when he gets him? You see all these reunions. He's not there. Mm. You see all these days where you know Gavin Wanganine and all these greats who are there. He's never there. Mm. Probably invited, but he's not going to be there. What do you mm. think? Like it's. No respect. No Mate, respect for people that put their heart and soul no into No heart place. and soul in this club. Yep. And I'm disgusted. Yep. It's, it's going to be a really interesting watch over the next two weeks, I think. I think there's a lot that's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of changeover, as you mentioned before. Uh, there's been a change in president, and Paul Brescher hasn't been there for that long. So as as Paul Brescher has done in his short period of time as the president, there's been a lot of talk, hasn't been a lot of action. So it'd be very fascinating too, to too see. Much talk. But Jimmy, isn't this really sad that this is all happening in the 150th year of the... Nah. Of the no, no, no. It's not sad at all. I'm... It's good. It's honestly good because it brings more light into it. Yeah, I think so. It brings more light into the occasion. And honestly, as much as the history is great and it's fantastic of the you know, club and the history, the people who are doing this deserve this. Mm. And the recent history hasn't been good. It's, and I think that's worth noting. They deserve everything that they're getting because to make people who have got connections to the club who support them week in, week out, yep. I haven't watched less footy than I have in my entire life like this year. I couldn't give a single hoot about what's going on with Essendon Football Club because, oh, okay, cool. Geelong's playing at the G. Essendon's playing at 440 at Marvel. <laughs> I know which one I'm going to, yeah, and totally. it's not Essendon. Exactly. Because it's not footy that I enjoy. You it's almost not... know what you're going to get, and it's going to be disappointing. Mate, I'm sorry to say it. I paid $64 to see wow. absolute crap last wow. night. I feel sorry. I brought my mum along, yeah. and I felt bad yeah. because we had to put through three quarters of absolute hell. Yep. No one was there. People mm. said on the radio, you know, it's a bad crowd when you can see the Marvel spelt out in the seats. Yeah, I oh, know. Um, and you know what? Yeah. That's another thing, another topic of conversation you can say for another day, the prices of tickets. Mm. It was apparently um, Skeeter's Day, the mascot of Essendon's Day, where you get cheap seats. Great. I'm not paying 60 bucks for a ground-level seat. I'm paying... 45 or whatnot. Great, mm. cool, good on you. Doesn't want me to come anymore because I'm still not paying good money that I, you know, that I earn on a club that's going to put up a mediocre performance. And you talk about f- fraudulent. I, 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 the numbers as well get me because I was just thinking about it recently. Um, the club just announced that they had a history breaking 84,000 membership base or, or whatever it was. You know, and- you know why that is, don't you? Because oh, you got a free beer yeah. and a free scarf this yeah, year that was actually half decent. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, even I was contemplating getting like a digital membership for it. But Jimmy, they're not even like they're, they're not even a full season. Like some of, so I, I think they count membership numbers where you just go to you know like a flexi game where you go to two or three games or even yeah, yeah or even one game and you pay for it and it's like you, you count as a member. And I think all clubs do it in all fairness. But yeah, you, you think about how many members we've got and how many are willing to show up. Like, they're actually forfeiting money not to go to the footy because they just know what they're going to get. Correct. So I think that's a massive indictment. Sort your stuff out, wow. Essendon, because you're wow. a bloody disgrace. We're not happy. We're not happy. Sorry that we had to go on like yeah, this. But we're, we're like, sorry. We're sorry, everyone is, listening. But this, this is, is 15 years, 20 years of absolute pain. <laughs> this is and built you know up what? for a while. It's good that they're getting absolutely exposed because they deserve it.
There's, Absolutely. Nothing, there's nothing else to it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Oh, it's well, not in the mood, Jimmy. Nah, you know what? We're gonna uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're, we're gonna go to something that's just. It's a, look. It's a five-minute bit of a bit of a tune, but look, it's it it does set the tone for the day, and oh. it does send how angry we are. A bit of Lee and a bit of Noel Gallagher. Nice. Is, uh, don't look back in anger, because I'm certainly angry, and you're certainly angry, Michael. Certainly on the sports desk, one soon. Sorry, almost turns out. I love it. BGS there. You're on, <laughs> <laughs> you're on the sports desk, on scene, uh Jimmy, Michael, Serpers, Jason, everyone's here. Um, we're having a bit of a bit of a rant, getting our frustrations out because we we needed to. But it's all good. Mm. All that we're stuff, good. We're good. All that we're stuff fine. could be on socials later. Jason, Absolutely, you're gonna maybe. enjoy that. Yep, he's yep. not in his head. Great. Yep. If you want to hear that rant, it'll be on. It'll be on. Uh, it'll be on <laughs> Facebook later. Uh, very quickly, very round up uh, a lot of things that are going around the world. Uh, Premier League, very very quickly. Uh, Overnight, we had Tottenham and Chelsea two-all draw. Manchester United are losing to Brentford 4-0 away from home. Nottingham Forest getting their first win of the Premier League season, 1-0 against West Ham. Manchester City beating Bournemouth 4-0. Arsenal beating Leicester 4-2. And Aston Villa beating Everton 2-1. All the notable games around the grounds. Uh, Crystal Palace play Liverpool at Anfield at 5am in the morning. Oof. That's all the EPL uh, this week. Uh, ladder, Man City sit on top and Arsenal in second, Brentford third, Tottenham fourth. Very nice, That's Jimmy Boy. Yeah, no, some preseason games still happening over in the United States. The NFL is kicking off very, very soon. My Chiefs went down to the Chicago Bears, I think it was, or, yep, one of those teams. Um, just recently, the Raiders uh, bet the Jaguars. Uh, Patriots lost to the New York Giants, who might be a little bit better this season, and a couple of other Bigger results as well. The Cardinals beating the Bengals, who of course were in the Super Bowl final, thirty-six to twenty-three. Of course, it's just preseason. Um, a lot of those new draft picks are coming through. They're just having a look at what the lineups are going to be like, and yep. it's going to be an interesting season, Jimmy. I think in the in the NFL, of course, that's going to probably kick off around September. So lots happening there it. as well. We love absolutely it. love it. We love, we love the football, football, American football. We are the cheese heads. Yeah, everything. That was great, <laughs> Jimmy. Well, that's it. Six oh three. We got to uh, we got to get moving because uh, the hoist are up next, and uh-huh. uh, you know we don't want to interrupt them. Not but too look, much. we'll be back next week. We will. We'll be back on Friday. Big, big, big round twenty three oh, coming massive, up. Isn't it? Um, but that's all from us. Been a pleasure, Michael. Jimmy, As always. Take care. Well, Thank uh, you, everyone. We'll see you next week. And uh, for now, this is the hoist. Woo.